5: Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash achieve today.
1: The following is a presentation of the Four Center podcast feed.
4: From the center of the galaxy, this is Four Center, a show about Star Wars, pop culture, and the ultimate adventure, life itself. I'm Joseph Scrimshaw. I'm Ken Napsock.
6: And I'm Jennifer Landa.
4: And we all did that a little deeper. This is a very (laughs) special, serious episode. Nope, nope. We're just all gravel-voiced for this episode. Uh, This is one of our cues of the other episode, uh, one of our other center episodes. Uh, During the strike, of course, we were talking about all sorts of different things and put out a call to our patrons on Patreon for questions about anything basically not directly pop culture. Getting a few pop culture questions, but we want to finish up wrapping up some of those questions and look at having some different adventures in the new year as well. But for now, we are having a ton of fun continuing to talk about, you know, life. Uh, we want to let you know that today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash force center. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. This week, we are recommending Ahsoka by E.K. Johnston. A good time, it feels like, to revisit that novel since we're all still talking about Ahsoka. You can download your free audiobook today by going to audibletrial.com slash force center one more time. That's audibletrial.com slash force center for your free audiobook. We also have an ask. Ken, what is
2: our ask? We've got an ask today of, hey, why don't you consider heading over to our YouTube page and subscribing? We are trying to grow out that channel, and it's not just about putting our faces on our full episodes over there. Some more things coming, and we have some stuff on there you might want to check out, anyways, if you haven't been over there. Some in memoriam, some essays, figure fights episodes, eight of those up there to, for you to check up on. Uh, and while you're there, subscribe so we can help build out that channel. We're looking to get to 7,500, and we're getting closer, and we appreciate your support. Also, we want to highlight that on Friday, December 15th, if you're 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 watching this episode when it dropped, December 15, 2023, just in case you're watching this years from now. uh, We have a live stream, a holiday special, if you will, a Force Center holiday special, uh, 2 p.m. Pacific on our YouTube channel. We get some uh, things planned to talk about Star Wars gifts that we either want, some we've received, and there's going to be a challenge. That's right. There's going to be a challenge that you can (laughs) help us reach, a little in-show goal. Check it out this Friday on our YouTube channel.
4: Excellent ask. We're so excited uh, to be able to take all the Star Wars questions you got, all the pop culture questions that you got. Maybe we'll mash them up. Who knows? Maybe we'll talk some Doctor Who and some Kermit. We're just all Kermit obsessed. I don't know. Yeah, Should Kermit Maybe. be the next James Bond? We'll answer that important question. Whatever question. you. Have. Yes.
2: yes. <laughs>
4: yeah. That's a yeah. short
6: answer. Yeah.
4: Yeah, absolutely. I think you can pull it <laughs> off. Uh, the first non-British. <laughs> well. Uh, anyway, <laughs> the uh, first Welsh, non human. Yeah, non human. Yeah, we'll, we'll focus on that. that. That's where the focus should be. All right, let's talk uh, life in Star Wars adventures. It's not just cues we answer. We always like to check up on uh, how Star Wars or other pop culture uh, interacted with our life or maybe just big life moments in general. Jennifer, what was your week life? Did you have any uh, Star Wars or life adventures?
6: I just want to be like, pass.
4: <laughs>
6: I have nothing. My children have been sick for like three weeks, almost a month. I'm trying to get the, my Christmas decorations up. Hasn't happened. I'm just surviving and escaping through Animal Crossing. That, that is my life right now.
4: That's, so. a, that's a pretty big adventure. So um, we'll change it to Star Wars life or Animal Crossing adventures. What's the most yeah. exciting thing happening on your islands?
6: Yeah, Mm, my island. mm -hmm. uh, So I took over my daughter's island. um, And then, I don't know if I shared this already, but she discovered, she started playing it. She hasn't played it for like months. And she's like, Mom, I love you, what, What all the things that you got for me. I was like, oh. I've earned these things. I have worked so hard. I've chopped down trees. I have spent countless hours and I didn't have the heart to be like, it's mine. It's my Ireland now. I was like, Oh, I'm so glad you like it. And I mean, we've made it a joke now, but, uh, but yeah, it is hard because like during the day she plays it. And then at night I play it and Mm. I have to resist reorganizing Mm. our home or changing my outfit. I'm like, no, Mm. this is her space. I'm just inhabiting this character.
4: (laughs) that seems like a huge life adventure and like true true mother daughter bonding there
6: yeah it's been good and i'm like i could start a new island a new character but i've worked so hard at this point i can't can't go back now
4: (laughs) yeah go back (laughs) I've never played. Ken, have you shared an island with another human being? Or is that a level of intimacy you've crossed?
2: No, I've just watched an island be created and all those bells collected But about 2008, 2009 range. Uh, and it was fun. It was fun to watch. But uh, no, I haven't played myself. But this is a fascinating. Jen, even when you described it, like I, I took over my daughter's island. Like I, I have a vision of you like coming onto shore in some boats and attacking and <laughs> taking the island as is mine. But no, it's a shared experience. And that's, that's tough. And you're doing a great job. I thought
4: it was like a hostile takeover. Like I bought her Island. (laughs) I own it now.
6: I've been, I've been interacting with my neighbors. I've been giving them gifts and establishing these relationships. Mm -hmm. Tom Nook has come to, to trust me and value my hard work ethic. We've expanded my home. Like these are big things. I have
3: done i've sacrificed it's a
2: game of diplomacy
4: yeah i feel now like you might have accomplished more than i did this week uh, in everything you've accomplished in animal crossing i i don't think i've convinced anyone to trust me this week well we'll find out uh mm, ken no. how about you what were your adventures
2: survival is the way to look at it I, I you know i try to i'm trying to put a good face on it's just been a tough month for me in a lot of ways and a lot of fear a lot of how do how do i survive so there's been days where it's like i'm gonna shower before noon and that's a win mm-hmm. uh so there's that but i've been trying to push push through all of that one of the things it's it's um i've mentioned it in passing um but like I, I i'm getting to the point where i think i'm gonna to have to part with some of my uh, collectibles and, and and things i've i've gotten over the years um and uh going through the storage shed and looking at looking at it it's too hard and I know you just went through something similar, Joseph, about mm-hmm. putting things into the store shed of, of like, but that that it's not just it's not just a six inch black series figure. It represents a time period. It represents a pursuit. It represents a, a success. I got it, mm-hmm. or I, I was gifted it, and uh, that's just been um, it's been a Star Wars lesson and letting go. But I haven't. It's close. Uh, I, I might be um, look for me on eBay. Um, but uh, it's been. Uh, It's been a a sad, but again, trying to find this is where I'm at and this is not necessarily where I'm going to stay. And we just had that discussion about Ezra uh, and the uh, Ahsoka series on Tuesday. That actually is kind of where I want to be. Mm. Uh, This is where I was. I didn't want to be out here on this planet with with my enemy, but I've worked through it. And now I'm ready for the next chapter. I'm trying to get to that point. So the Star Wars lessons, even in the darkness.
4: Yeah, no, I understand. And and I think uh, so many things in life feel so frustrating because we're all doing everything we can. Uh, but there are things outside of our power. And, and I think big things as well as is personal things with the shattering of social media and uh, looming political crisis. And it, it feels so often like uh, you push a button and something's supposed to happen and you push a button and just nothing happens. Too bad call the service line oh nope the service Dubai. line says use the app oh the app says call this it's it's a maddening yeah. time to be a human uh, along yeah. with you know whatever else we all kind of individually uh going through so i yeah. i really try to obsess on what is within my power to complete and even then it mm-hmm. gets difficult mm-hmm. so like thanksgiving weekend it was um the action figures in particular with the the what Sarah and I had called the lava table when we put it up, because it was going to be like, don't touch. You can't put anything on it. It'll burn up. Nothing's supposed to be on this table. And then, mm-hmm. uh, the force awakens action figures came out and the the pile grew and grew and grew. And so <laughs> the, like the thing was, I'm going to, I'm going to make a change within my power is I'm going to get this lava table cleared off. We're going to put up a little Swedish Christmas tree with this this little wooden Christmas tree with just like, it's going to be a lighter Christmas. So we did all that. And I felt so accomplished. And I did that by putting, uh, Many, many action figures and Funko Pops in these four massive bins. We then have not been able to find time to go to our storage unit. So they are still in the middle of the living room in the bins. <laughs> yes, yes. So I'm very close to actually partying with them, but I can like, I can see them there through the bins.
2: Stepping around yeah.
4: yeah. Getting getting close, getting close. Yeah. I, I think uh, for me this this week, I've been working hard on a script. So I've been in that world. So that's, that's been nice. Uh, i've enjoyed lots of pop culture stuff uh we were talking off air and i think it's just um i'm at that point where i just need to accept that uh there's a lot of things to be sad about and it's okay to be sad it doesn't need to be fixed Mm -hmm. i got it i told my wife Mm -hmm. like i have a grumpy little version a grumpy little gremlin version of me who's along for the ride (laughs) (laughs) for the good and the bad (laughs) and that's fine um within that i had some really fun things i went to see godzilla minus one that was fabulous Mm. uh Huge Doctor Who fan, so really great to have it. Mm. It's a triumphant uh, return and on Disney Plus. Amazing. Um, I got some Star Wars reading in. I finally read uh, the second book in uh, phase two of the High Republic, Quest for the Hidden City. And that is the one with the Jedi that, uh, that listeners kindly told us about slanderous show with the shield. And there's mm-hmm. lots of just like nice philosophy of like being a Jedi is being the shield, which is a thing I always I always liked. And it's super literal in this book. So that was yeah. that was a fun Star mm-hmm. Wars adventure. That's great. Yeah, that's great. I'll so, that. uh, yeah, <laughs> well, and I so think you should get there when you want to. And that's what's been really good about this is I woke up on Sunday morning. and I've been kind of like reading a little chapter at a time and getting sleepy and having to reread them. And it's like, I'm just going to choose to make time for this because I want mm-hmm. to. And it was really nice. And it's the that's way it's got to be it's gotta be all right uh life adventures island takeovers <laughs> action figure clearing up all dealt with we're gonna move into our questions uh we've got two today the uh, first one comes from justin jacobson justin says hello there center <laughs> uh, if that pun fails it is entirely my fault uh says justin I often find myself wondering what superpowers I would like to have, even though years of exposure to weird chemicals have given me nothing but rashes. I am usually torn between superhealing, save on medical bills, or teleportation to easily visit relatives that live far away. What superpowers would you like to have? Uh, Jennifer, before you even answer
0: mm-hmm. the superpowers
4: question, I'm curious about your uh, life arc with superpowers. Did you grow up fantasizing about superpowers were superheroes enough a part of your your uh your mind as a child that you thought about superpowers as a kid and wanted them
6: not really. Now that I'm thinking about it, I mean, the, I think the majority of the things that I wanted to do were <laughs> Jedi things, right? Like the Force yes, push. Yes, that's what I would yes. literally spend my time, like Sabine, <laughs> trying to move a pen <laughs> just because I was bored, right? And I'm like, maybe I can. <laughs> no, I can't. So that's, I think, those are the superpowers that I was drawn to as a child.
4: Okay, yeah. I, I realized I wanted to check myself because I had such a uh, an obsessive childhood with all the the force stuff, for sure. I've tried to move a stick. I've written about that, talked about that in the yard, trying to move sticks. Uh, but I also had such a deep love of comic books. Um, I remember there was one time I told my parents, like, I've accepted, I will never be able to turn into ice like Iceman. And they were like, good, we didn't realize that was an issue. We're actually <laughs> kind of concerned. We know you meant that as good news, but that was alarming news to us. That was something you needed to accept to begin with. So this is this yeah. question has been with me for a long time. Ken, how about you? Did you grow up uh, fantasizing about superpowers?
2: Just like uh, Jen and and both of us, to be clear. But yeah, I, I didn't spend a lot of time with the superheroes, as I have said before, whether comic books or movies or whatnot, growing up. It was Star Wars and, and force pushing, force grabbing. I'll admit to I thought the idea of force choking looked pretty cool because I had some bullies in my skull. So if I could use that, I don't know if that's the way of the Jedi. Uh, but uh, it seemed to work for Vader until it didn't. So uh, there's something about that. But yeah, that's where I spent most of the time. doesn't mean I haven't asked, been asked or thought about this question before, but very clear where my heart was as a kid. I want to be a Jedi.
4: Yeah, okay. Well, it'll be interesting to see how you both translate this then. So Jennifer, mm-hmm. what is the superpower you would like to have and why?
6: For me, it's about productivity and uh, getting things done fast so Mm. it involves maybe flying being or teleportation of course that's that'd be great it Mm. would save me so much time not having to be in traffic have a tendency to sometimes be you know running behind so bam i could be right there um and then the second thing would be again speed like the flash being able Mm -hmm. to clean up my house done right that -hmm. would be Excellent. In terms of like reading people's minds, being invisible, I don't want to go down that road. I don't want to know what people are saying about me or thinking about me. I already have enough anxiety that just would be be way too much. I already care too much about what people think, let alone knowing what they think about me.
4: Forget. Mm -hmm. I could not agree more about the mind reading. Like even if you, even if it was entirely selective and you could choose to do it, it would. There's still those questions of morality and invasion. Of thoughts mm-hmm. but like yeah if you ever think you want to be a mind reader uh try being a performer where people can <laughs> leave reviews online it's a, it's just a part of it yes. you know, like there, it's yeah. a, to me it's like it's one of the great challenges of the human experience of we are only pilots of our individual uh, meat yeah. <laughs> islands <laughs> yeah and we are uh, by default the main character of our existence and there's that knowledge of like everybody else is the main character um and they're mm-hmm. going to think of me a specific way. And that's totally natural. I understand it's real. I do not want to hear it. <laughs> I need <laughs> that illusion that everybody's just walking around going, Doo, do, 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 Like, you know, it's not even an illusion. It's the, that reality of, I know they're probably thinking it. I don't need to mm-hmm. hear it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good, good argument against mind reading. But mostly productivity. Uh, yes. Super speed.
6: Super speed. Teleportation. Yeah. Getting nice. things done.
4: Nice. Uh, Ken, how about you?
2: Yeah. Same on the, on the mind reading that YouTube comments are mind reading and I'm good. (laughs) We are all good. We don't need that. We don't need them. Uh, the full full disclosure where I'm at in life, uh, due to what I hope is a clerical error. I have a big phone call tomorrow. I lost my medical insurance. So, uh, healing would be great. I'd love self-healing powers right about now. No deductible on that. Um, but the reality is uh, that's not where we're at. And I I, I don't need teleport. I'm showing my math. I'm working to my answer. Teleportation or fast travel definitely would work for uh, a lot of journeys. But, like... Like I'm flying to Seattle. It's a two and a half hour. I can't wait to get on that plane and just take that flight up there. I like I like travel sometimes. I like driving. Not all the time. That's why maybe having it in reserve. Flexibility is that a superpower? I need that more than ever now. When I get up in the morning, um, but if I could have, Jen, I think you're in the same ballpark with me. Like hyper-focus. Is is that a superpower where you can just like – and you focus in on that. Like as I've gotten older, I realize maybe my brain has been working against me a lot more than I thought over my life. Um, What I used to tell people was if you see a lot of tabs up on my screen and I'm going back and forth between Facebook and an essay and this and that, I'm getting things done. Now it's just I'm not finishing anything. So – Uh, If I could just have that ability to, you know, engage, hyper-focus, and then meanwhile, back at Ken's computer, he gets things done. That's what I would like
4: (laughs) Yeah, that is understandable. There was a a conversation that my brother and I had about that kind of painful realization when you're a kid of like, oh, Batman doesn't have any superpowers. He just studied hard and did lots of exercise. (laughs) And then for a while, my mom used that against us as like, you know, you don't need a superpower to clean your room. Batman Robin would just do that. They'd just they just work out. They just get they get exercise and eat well. They don't have any superpowers. So that's always that awkward, like, oh, maybe I can actually develop the thing <laughs> that I want. Um Yeah, we even made I have a stand up bit about this and I've written about this. Of like, we were like, oh wow, well, we could be superheroes. Like, well, maybe we'll dress up as bears. I'll be the honey bear. Uh there weren't any bears. And we were telling other kids on the block about like, you know, Batman and Robin don't have any powers. You can just you can just grow up to be an amazing athlete and dress up like an animal. And the other kid was like, I'm gonna be Superman. We're like, you can't be Superman. He's like, I'm gonna put metal under my shirt. I'm like, you don't oh get it, kid. <laughs> Come on, you don't get Fisting it. missing the point. <laughs> Not missing the point at all. Um, I, Jennifer, I'm with you on the the productivity in it. As much as uh, you know, superpowers are, are a, a way of psychoanalyzing ourselves, <laughs> what we're longing mm-hmm, for. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Freeze time is what jumps to mind. Ooh. If I could freeze time and yeah. I don't age, mm-hmm. I could. Mm-hmm. That's the I could clean the house. I could get time to read. But also, mm-hmm. any problems in the world, I could help.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah.
4: If, for example, you know, I learned that hey, maybe there's it's thing that's that's, purports to be a religion but it's actually a cult and maybe there's some people in there that want to get out freeze time walk in walk them out that's great you know that kind of thing you could use it as a helping people superpower and you could use it um to read more (laughs) which is clearly what i want
2: I like that freeze time. It's yep. it's different from Cher's desires to turn back time. But I like what you're talking about. Do you have like an age? I know you're talking about eras and things going on in the world, so that could be any point in time. But is there like a, an age? And I don't. I'm not for me. It wouldn't be like 21, 25, 28. It it, it would be like 42 or something like that.
4: Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. If I could freeze my age.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
4: Uh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, There's that temptation to be like, well, if I could go back to a more prime age, but a, a, I think a part of me is like, I don't want it to be mortality. I don't, I mm-hmm. just, I'm fine to continue to age. I just want to freeze all time outside of all myself. Time. Uh, and I don't age mm-hmm. while time is frozen. I'm really mm-hmm. <laughs> rules lawyering this superpower, this. but that's what happens. Of like, because if you that had the superpower to freeze time, but you aged, it would be like, mm-hmm. I would show up. I would get this superpower. I would show up for the next episode of four center and you would all be the hell happened to you. Cause I would be like <laughs> 78 cause I would have kept yeah. freezing time and like, yeah. you know, learning to sail and going to Jamaica by myself and then be like, yeah. what, how?
3: what, how old yeah. are
4: you? You know, like, so with freeze time and it'd have to be that I don't age while time is frozen. But then when I go back to normal time, everything ages normally.
2: Yeah. But I like it. But then, you're also helping the world, like you said. So so we'd be like, you know, hey, you look a little older, Joseph, but the world's great right now. <laughs> Things are good. <laughs> yeah.
4: it's Yeah. It's also a dangerous one. If like I alone can freeze time, that also just means a lot of alone time.
3: Yeah, mm. it's Kind
4: Sorry, of a nice superpower, but it's also a curse. Okay. You know, where you could just be like, you're at a bar and maybe the conversation is like, yeah, I'm getting a little bored. <laughs> you freeze time. Like, that's not good.
2: That's mm-hmm. not good socially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm.
4: So a lot of ways to take it. Yeah. makes me Gen-
6: bewitched remember that show Bewitched
4: Yeah, could
6: she freeze time mm-hmm. I think she could mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean generally yeah. it was because well, people were going to discover yeah. that she was yeah. a witch so mm-hmm. there was mm-hmm. <laughs> it was never for like the greater good it was just people can't find out my secret maybe yeah. I'm <laughs> mischievous. I a mean, witch not yeah. a superhero per se <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah who's your favorite Darren Dick York or Dick, Dick Sargent
6: oh Ooh. Ooh. I don't know that's a good question right. I like them both Who's yours? I, with the,
2: I think it was was York, the later version. I like the later version.
6: Yeah, the later version was good. Okay.
2: The
4: yes. Uh, <laughs> the later dick was, yes. Uh, <laughs> a fine one. A fine one. Uh, fine. Jennifer mentioned flight. Ken, do
2: you have flying fantasies? Uh, uh, it would have to be... The, Hovering, flying it, but (laughs) falling's always been my thing, right? Like I love going, uh, but I have that fear of falling more than heights, uh, which is a thin dividing line. So long as – if I can get up there and guarantee that I'm not coming down, sure. That's great.
4: Yeah. um, I love that all of the superpowers you're listing sound just like things that our moms did. Uh, Focus and hover. (laughs) Okay, I guess my mom's a superhero. Yeah. (laughs) i would love to fly that would be always be so great uh it's just the Mm -hmm. the feeling of freedom man when there's an open freeway it's the closest you get to flying right Uh, Mm -hmm. yeah there's nothing like it yeah all right any other superpower thoughts before we take a quick break
2: no i don't know what kind of superhero would have hyper focus ability like what would you call him you know that's (laughs) that's the problem and the outfit would be real bland (laughs) Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's in a he's in an office suit, a navy blue suit for work. Uh, what you know. No. Yeah. Mm.
4: Taskmaster is taken, so uh but that yeah. would be a good one. Yeah. Yeah, we we can brainstorm more on our superpower names. Uh, yeah. Uh Productivity Queen uh, is Jennifer's. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Superhero name. Yeah. Freeze guy. Sure. I don't know. Anyway, we are going to take a quick break. We'll be back with another great.
5: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today.
4: And we are back. We have been talking superpowers. Now we're going to talk Super technology. This is a Mm. very uh, specific episode of questions Mm. of the other because we're uh, talking about power, uh, fantasy power. Now we're going to talk about real power, technological power. This comes to us from Chris King. Chris says, hello there, Ken, Joseph and Jennifer. My question to you centers around technology and your perspective of its advancement. Chris says, I was born in the year of 1999, and I often joke to other people that this was a perfect age for me to be born in, as I remember some of the things that are considered older while also being exposed to the new. Even when I was two or three, VHS were still a thing, computers and TVs were boxes, (laughs) landlines and phone books still existed, and cell phones were just ways that you called people. Flash forward 20 or so years. OMG, where does the time go? And we have TVs that just become flatter and clearer. Phones are talking devices, computers and cameras in one. I can search directions and time to destination. GPS in a second. There is virtual reality, de-aging, dangerous AI that can and should be questioned, etc. You all were born much earlier than I (laughs) and have seen likely an even bigger (laughs) change. So I ask you. How do you three feel about how much technology has advanced? What is your experience of it all from when you were just a toddler to now? What are the pros and mm. cons and what crazy advancements that were once were only dreams do you think will become a reality in the next 20 years? Sorry, I realize I'm cheating and asking many questions. And one, this is just too juicy of a topic to me, and I hope it is for you as well. Keep up the great other center work. And thanks for the A's to my Q's. Uh, thank you, Chris. Mm-hmm. This is a great multifaceted question it is lots of questions in one but but it is one big question about technology and how much it changes we always try to be honest uh you know really starting out talking about star wars of how much you know what you see first what the world was like uh what other movies were popular when you first saw star wars how that affects our view and i love that that has continued that honesty about how our different ages uh, affect our perceptions Mm -hmm. as we continue to talk about lots of different things it's great to hear from somebody born in 99 feeling mm-hmm. as attached as Chris does to analog, mm-hmm.
3: because mm-hmm. I
4: don't, I think I sometimes feel like analog has already uh, passed more than what Chris is describing. So that's a, I, I love getting perspectives mm-hmm. of people who are uh, grew up at a different time than I did. Uh, so again, um, let's, uh, let's break these questions down a, a little mm-hmm. bit. What mm-hmm. is your, um, we'll talk about pros and cons. We'll talk about advances, but I want to start with just your perception of how much technology has changed over time. Uh, do mm-hmm. you, do you, what do you feel about how much it's changed for you and how much it's changed?
2: I, I feel yeah, it, it's, it's weird to go back and look at how fast it changes and how normal it becomes. And Chris, you're, you're right. You're, you're a little younger than us. So you don't remember going with your grandma to a chain restaurant with a name that was essentially a racial slur and going in the smoking section. That was that was the time that <laughs> you look back on was like, things, uh, things change. Change is yep. good. And uh, I go back to like the iPhone. This is a great conversation about the the cell phones. Um, I remember when I just started like a, 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 a new gig in, in the public safety business, it was like my first week was the iPhone release. And we had a, a lot of people there. I'll be at an Apple store in the mall and everything. And I, I just go back to that moment of, You don't realize that nothing will be the same again after this, right? There have been blackberries. I had a palm tree, all that stuff. But like that is a defining moment. Um, And it's weird to think about that stuff. It's weird to get time has no meaning. But but that big watershed moment, it was a Friday. This phone is out. My friends were showing me it. Um, But to now, I barely remember that change. It just seems like it's always been there.
6: Mm-hmm. which is how
2: this all works and how, when you ask me how I feel about it, I just feel like it's hard to even comprehend because it just all feels normal now. And you forget that, you know, I remember driving to the bank with my mom, I'm in the car and she had to go through that drive-through teller where you had that, you know, the, the the air vacuum thing. Yeah. You know, the put the money pneumatic in tubes. Pneumatic. Yeah. yeah. That it, It's it's before you know it, it's, it's an ATM and you never look back.
4: Yeah, no, it, it changes fast. Jennifer, what's your perception of for yourself, for kind of our generation, of how much things have changed?
6: It's interesting because Chris says that he feels like he was born at the perfect age of 99. And I'm like, I feel like I was born at the perfect time where I got to experience both lands. Of, of the modern <laughs> technology and the K person. Yeah. But the, and I was trying to figure this out recently because I'm like, I'm feeling really overwhelmed and stressed. And it's because everything is on my phone. My mm. kids, teachers were were on these different groups. Uh they they communicate with me electronically. Um I get all these emails from schools and from, you know, spam and, and my auditions and everything I do is on my phone and it's constantly pinging me. And I'm like, I think that's why I'm feeling so overwhelmed and stressed because there's never a break back in the day. You'd come home, Mm -hmm. you'd get a break from that. Maybe somebody might call you on the phone, right? On your landline, Mm -hmm. but you could always lie and be like, or just not answer. Right. Mm -hmm. Now everyone knows They're going to either email you or they're going to text you. And if you don't respond, what's going on? Why haven't I heard from them? It's just, as somebody once said, like the electronic leash, right? I feel like I'm always tethered. And I don't know. I think some people do really well with that. And I see people who are able to fire off texts and emails, especially younger people, like nothing. With me, I compose it like a letter. Dear so-and-so, right? And so <laughs> so I, that's where I see my past catching up with me. But age is no excuse because my dad you know, is in his 80s, and he yeah. is teaching me about Photoshop. He's using AI <laughs> to create photography. There's no excuse. It's just that mm. he's taken the time to learn it. He enjoys mm-hmm. it, mm-hmm. and he sees it as something exciting. He welcomes mm-hmm. the change. And Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I think that that's the challenge as you get older is to embrace the change instead of being afraid of it.
2: Yeah. I love that.
4: Yeah. Yeah, no. And I think it's it's such a big question of, yeah, you can't just be like nothing should ever change, you know, only communicate with me with facts. That's just, it's just (laughs) denial, right?
6: Right. But then there is also
4: a responsibility to go, how am I being affected or how is society being affected and which changes are valuable and which changes aren't? Mm -hmm. You don't want to just resist all of it. But also, like, uh, this, I love the way our conversations with random questions sometimes dovetail together. When Ken, when mm-hmm. you're talking about, like, you know, what what would your superhero name be if you could focus? It might be Captain Don't Have a Phone. I mean, <laughs> it, Yeah, right? I'm, I'm sure there's stuff going on with you, and it's personal. But it is also we are being trained to uh, not even just multitask, but just sort of uber-task, all tasks, mm-hmm. always. You are mm-hmm. always accessible, mm-hmm. and you should always – be doing multiple, multiple things. And I, you know, I feel that that there's some days where like, Mm -hmm. I, I can work on a script. It's going to work better if I'm entirely in it, but I'm going to Mm -hmm. write one page and then I'm going to check 18 social media apps and, you know, do this because I'm just going to accept that my brain has been, Mm -hmm. you know, separated into all these little tasks and it just needs to be running eight things at the same time. And I think it's fine to, to say, you know, you don't want to be so crusty of like every kid should know how to compass works, like eh, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's different than than taking a, a step back and going, is that the best way for us to interact with one another? Is that the way we want our minds structured? Um, mm-hmm. and I think mm-hmm. for me, that's the biggest the biggest change in time. Of I remember watching specifically uh, the the Superfans cartoon. And they Mm -hmm. would always get video calls and Superman would be like, (laughs) there's a problem in Poland, Batman. And be like, wow, they can, you know, and especially being relatively young, moving away from the extended family of like, well, what if we could call Aunt Kathy and just see her face on a phone? That's impossible technology. And now Mm -hmm. we have FaceTime and I do not want to use it ever. Um, Mm -hmm. So there's Mm -hmm. that like, oh, wow, things that I never thought could happen could happen. Um, But I think the biggest change is, um for me, is that moment where it, it it's changed, in my opinion, from technology being a digital version of things that already existed. It's kind of like a joke now, but everything was e-something. It was mm-hmm. email. So it was like a letter. And you did use to start with dear so-and-so. And you did mm-hmm. sign off uh, and use punctuation. And it was mm-hmm. a letter, but on the computer, so it's faster. And you did go to the bank, but it was now an e-bank and you did all those things. And I was thinking about like, when did something start to emerge that was its own new beast, its own new creation that wasn't just one-to-one? Even like blogging was sort of like, well, it's a, you're, it's a journal, but it's public, you know? Um, right. And I think really with, with social media and Twitter in particular of like, you can pin Twitter to lots of analogs to the real world, but it, it became its own monster. It is, you know, even live journal, literally a journal. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. But Twitter was, it's kind of letter writing. It's kind of a yeah. conversation in a bar. It's kind of every human on earth having a billboard that they can put over the Seven Eleven, just yelling whatever the mm-hmm. hell they want. But yeah. all combined, it has become something new. And I think that's, to me, like the most fascinating change of just going from, there are things that used to be analog, like, cameras or you know a compass and now they're all on our phone or you know a phone
2: yeah yeah
4: but now now social media is it's this new beast and i don't think we still have reckoned with it and what it's doing to us
2: Mm -hmm. and i think that's OK. And fair to ask. Right. And, mm-hmm. and especially here we in, in talking about change and stars and it's all so big to us. And Jenna, you have, you have some great points. I, I was trained on an iPhone by a, a, an employee of mine who was 25 years older than me. Right? <laughs> he was the one going, all right, let me show you what an app is. All right, that, that's, <laughs> and I was the one literally arguing with him going, this is stupid. I literally I told him his name was Al. I go, Al, this is stupid. I don't even want to use this thing. And he's like, "That's foolish. Why? Why would you? Why would you say that? Before I, let me show you it. So I think it's an age thing. And I and I'm laughing because your mom's that's a mom text email energy. I'm, I think Jen, you have, you're gonna have to face that fact because uh, I'm always <laughs> telling my mom, stop e- texting me." Four paragraphs with nineteen questions. That's not how text <laughs> right. works,
6: right? Right. I'm
2: on text message all day, mom. Give me <sighs> one. Give me one. Follow it up. Give me But Joseph, to your point, uh, yeah, I think it's fair. It's not just a simple because it sometimes gets boiled down to we don't have connection anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but we can't go back. So how do we build that? Because it is affecting all of us and how we interact with each other. Uh, the 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 phrase we're not built for this. Is, uh, I've heard a lot. Mm-hmm. I think I've said it this past week uh, i i was you know i, I do a, a news show now with their buddy alden and, and there's so much news and so much of it bad and that's not new that's every week in history but it just it was so it was so vibrant that i just i, I, I couldn't process it and that's because it's that 24 second cycle that every day do, 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 and and that is what you're saying that is different it isn't just i go to ebank town now <laughs> like it is it's convenient. I need a restaurant. I go to an app. That's that's a good thing. Uh, but when you have 92 restaurants, that that's what you need to talk about, and that's I think an important part of the change conversation. I think you're right to ask that.
4: Yeah, filtering. You know, all, all the noise. Um, yeah. So going into to pros and in cons. I'll throw this out there. That for me, I think one of the big pros of of the technology we have is communication is better. I think it is Mm -hmm. amazing that people can uh, uh, FaceTime, you know, Uh, when Mm -hmm. when my father passed, it it was incredibly wonderful to, for her to be able to FaceTime with her mom in, in Mm -hmm. the, you know, the, those moments Um, I think uh, as we have all talked about the ups and downs of Twitter in particular, there's lots of bad connection, but there's been lots of great of like, of it is incredibly powerful to me to be able to hear from people all over the world. And what is their perspective? What is their lived experience and have them, it, it made me a much more empathetic person. I thought I was empathetic and I didn't even realize how much more empathetic I needed to become in hearing people's no, here's what is exactly what it's like from my mm-hmm. lived experience Uh is, is great. It's amazing. I, I kind of love that. Sometimes you'll have a friend say, I'm moving away. And I'll be like, well, our friendship is almost entirely online, so I'm kind of sad, but also we never managed to get that coffee, so, <laughs> it's not, yeah, you know, it's, a, it's different, but it is still connection. It's not like, it used to be like, well, mm-hmm. they moved to Toledo, they're gone forever, they're gone. as opposed to, ah, cool, they'll have, they'll have some different restaurants that they take their selfies in. Um, that, yeah. So I think there's a lot of communication that is good. That's a pro to me. Mm-hmm. How do you both feel about about the pro of communication?
2: I, I'm right with you. You, you. I'm literally living what you just described. A good friend of mine is uh, possibly moving to another state with his wife and, and their new um, uh, child. And and uh, he texted me that. And I had that like, oh, I haven't seen you in two years. <laughs> and you, you live in Glendale. <laughs> like, I might see you more if I do stand up in, in in where he's going. So, yeah. And that's because I'm like, but yeah, it will, won't change. It'll be the same. You know, we just can't go get tacos as as easier as uh, as easy as we have so yeah i think there's good things about that you meant i used to, again going back to the uh iphones are stupid text messages are stupid phase of my life um i'm not comparing it you just compared uh, a human loss but when my mom um had to put down one of our, our dogs uh, mm. uh, years ago had cancer one of my favorite little uh, dogs annie i got to say goodbye over facetime mm. and this is like oh 708 range and that's, that was one of those moments when I was like, I, I've still struggled with, I'm always going to struggle with change because I'm naturally stubborn. But like, that was one of those moments of, remember when you used to post on Friendster and MySpace and Facebook that Apple and technology and FaceTime was stupid? Not so stupid now. It's yeah. not so mm-hmm. stupid now. And that was one of those like starting to change moments.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jennifer, how do you feel? Do you feel it's a pro that, that there that there are positive ways about, about what we're more connected? Because you had some great points about almost being too connected, everyone having access to you and not being able to just say, I'm I'm at home for the afternoon. But do you think there are positives to that
2: level of I, connection?
6: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, certainly <laughs> we saw that with the pandemic and being able to to FaceTime with family members and do Zoom birthdays or whatever it was. Um, or even just like from my experience on YouTube of uh, all these years is connecting with fellow Star Wars fans. And that's one of the reasons why I started my channel was because I just felt like I didn't have anyone that really understood how I felt like in my immediate circle. And I was like, I know that there's Star Wars fans out there, but I'm going to talk to them on my camera. And and mm. that's how I discovered um, so many great people. And I think that it's wonderful that everyone has a voice, online. Mm. However, that's also a con that everyone has a voice. <laughs> and what happens is you get people that now want to say the most outrageous things because they know that they're going to get clicks, they're, they're going to get likes, um, they might get monetized, right? More views. Mm-hmm. It also makes it more difficult to understand like who is a trusted source. So like in terms of journalism, we used to get our news from journalists who had ethics who would try to present things in an unbiased way as best as they could. And now we have people who are literally the most biased, non-ethical people sharing this misinformation. And sometimes it may be unintentional. People may share misinformation because they want to be the fastest. They want to be the first, right? So we're dealing with all this stuff. And I think about my kids and how they're going to have to approach this critically because they're getting their are news from not my kids, but I know younger people from TikTok,
3: mm.
6: from TikTokers who, I mean, do they really? I mean, some people, yes, absolutely. They are trusted news sources and others, not so much. So it's just a lot more to navigate at any age. I mean, look at all the older people that get duped by these <laughs> by these scams, right, on Facebook. So it's just a lot. It's just a lot.
4: Yeah, no. I mean, we were we were uh, sold the internet as as ye- late teens, young adults, our age, is the information superhighway. Right. And it, it is mm-hmm. right now for lots of reasons, really the misinformation or disinformation mm-hmm. superhighway. Like mm-hmm. Wikipedia, like that. People used to make fun of that. Of like, yeah, read it mm-hmm. on Wikipedia. Like, hey, it, uh, there, it's multiple people holding one another to account, <laughs>
3: mm-hmm. <laughs> as
4: opposed to. This person, you know, spinning plates while telling you the history of this geopolitical situation. Everybody's like, I, "I, I, heard, you know, plate bozo said blah 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 about this important <laughs> geopolitical <laughs> thing," and like, we're just believing plate bozo. What? <laughs> plate bozo. Right.
6: And then they pick it up, and plate bozo now has like been stitched, however many times, and I, it's just, uh-huh. oh my gosh.
4: Yeah. Uh-huh. Pros and cons, huh? Uh-huh.
6: <laughs> yeah. Pros and cons.
4: Uh, uh how do you feel about um for, for me social media does it does uh, provide lots of connection and i feel like i get to stay connected to, to friends who are mm-hmm. far away i'm on on zoom i've been playing an rpg with my old buddy from minneapolis it's been great um mm-hmm. so we are in theory more connected than ever but there's also a huge loneliness epidemic of people not mm-hmm. feeling as connected to one another uh in person and I don't want to be at all ableist about it and say, you know, in person is the only way to stay connected. I'm just drawing Mm. this thread that we technically have all this access to one another that we didn't used to have. And yet so many of us are struggling with a a deep seated loneliness. Ken, do you Mm. how do you feel about that? Do you agree with that? Do you have any (laughs) guesses as to what's going on?
2: I thought you were going to say, Ken, are you lonely? (laughs) (laughs) Are you lonesome on this Um, call? And here's the thing: I'm I'm not I'm not of all the things I suffer sometimes loneliness isn't one because I, I I try to and, and you're right there's a bigger picture and some folks can't and some folks uh, have issues and reasons why they might need to uh, avoid uh, direct contact. Totally get it. We always try to do the appropriate amount of caveats here. But I'm someone who uh, uh, you know I'm kind of the king of the lunches. Like you know, even I'll get even mocked uh, sometimes, lovingly. But like I'm like, let's grab lunch, and I do it. And there's also sometimes where I'm like, I'll see you in three years because we're gonna try to get lunch, and we mm-hmm. don't. But um, it sometimes can be difficult to work out. But I I I enjoy that. I enjoy a hike with a friend. I enjoy a hang on a on a patio a bar at the mm-hmm. coffee store. I enjoy that because of that. I I crave that human connection sometimes, not in a super you know deep way all the time. But I I like the exchange with the clerk. More than mm-hmm. I did. I used to be a little more grumpy at the grocery store. Just don't talk to me. I'm here to get my, but now I'm like, and I'm not, you know, we're not forming a lifelong friendship, but when I, Hey, how you doing? It, it's, it's sincere enough because it's just like, hi, human, mm-hmm. how's existence for you? And and that's something I, I, I do, I don't want to say work work to make that happen, but when it doesn't happen after a while, um, I know I miss it, uh, which, and I, I'm generally actually an introvert, believe it or not, like uh, people might have, but i i I could, lived by myself for a long time in a cave, you know? Um, so, uh, yeah, it's, it is again, going back to what I said to you earlier, it's okay to ask this stuff. It's not standing in front of progress or change to be like, what is this all doing to us? And what are the answers? I don't have the answers. That's for me. That's not necessarily what everyone else can do or everyone else wants to do. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, find, they, we're all in the uncharted territory, I think.
4: Yeah, yeah. But that, that that's a good argument for just simply making it a priority to the best of your ability and finding out how it fits mm-hmm. into your life to make sure to see other humans. Uh, Jennifer, how mm-hmm. do you feel about uh, the sort of connecting to people, uh, not online, other other humans, in person?
6: <laughs> I admire you, Ken. I, I wish – I think my problem is, is that because we've become so focused on interactions online – I have a tendency to just want to be in my home at all times. Like, I, I've actually, sure. I feel like my social anxiety has gotten worse the more mm-hmm. connected we are online. I'm actually having to do more exposure therapy for myself, forcing myself to talk to the Trader Joe's person or, and not do the, and you know, like if I'm a sprouts, not doing the self checkout, going and having to interact with the cashier. Like, mm. it's really, it's weird. And I've never really felt like this before. So this is kind of a newer thing for me Um, in terms of loneliness. I don't suffer from loneliness, but something I do think about is like, if you're at home and you see people living their lives traveling, or if they have a significant other and you don't, or if they have kids and you want kids and you don't like, it just creates this. I don't want to say FOMO, but just like we're, we're always seeing what other people are doing. Mm -hmm. Whereas back in the day, We didn't know if our friends were hanging out without us. (laughs) We didn't know what parties we weren't invited to, right? Like, it's just, it's like, oh, man. Or I didn't know what Gwyneth Paltrow's house looked like. And I see all her incredible kitchen. And suddenly I'm like, oh, man, I wish I had that, right? Like, all these things that are not normal and natural are now being inundated with it. And yeah, you don't have to check your phone. You don't have to check Instagram, but come on of course you're yeah. gonna check instagram and well, my favorite is
4: uh, do, do you rate a selfie if you have a friend who takes a selfie almost every time they see a person mm-hmm. and then you you finish <laughs> hanging out with them like no selfie okay you, you don't need to tell the world that we hung out
6: <laughs> right right
4: is that because we're so close and personal or is it because like this hey uh, hanging out with Scrimshaw is not going to get me any followers i don't, I don't need to report that <laughs> <laughs> uh, i
6: know i never take okay. photos when i'm with my friends and i'm like oh i was actually with people i should have taken photos like people you know, are gonna think i'm alone yeah. all the time
2: i've stopped taking uh, uh I, I used to be a little better or maybe more annoying at that of like photo 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 <laughs> I, I stopped about three four years ago and i'm trying to get back up to that so joseph next time i see you, i'm gonna take 12 <laughs> selfies So you're, we you, try to you, take you, some sure? for
4: for you know for center and we have like a little business meeting that yeah
2: yeah, yeah, but you're good at, at, at reminding me to even do that. But yeah, And Jen, I think it's you're you're speaking uh, to what I've heard a lot of people say of of, of you know, uh, 2020 on. Like we all got told to go sit in our rooms, and if you know you cared about other people, you did. And and it it's a ramping up. That's why we love Ahsoka has that theme of of, of uh, connection. I think one of the big themes in Marvel's secret invasion show that I know is a much maligned show, but it's, it's in this post uh, Trump world, this post lockdown world, a lot of people were changed. And, and when you're trying to connect, you even maybe have trouble trusting who they are now or who they always were because it's been revealed. That's one of the big themes in that show. And that's something we're all going through of just like, how do I people is, is, is a concern. And, and, and I don't, I hope you don't feel alone on that Island. Yeah. And you might be alone on an island that you took <laughs> from your daughter, but but
4: they took a selfie like with this palm tree, but not this other palm. Yeah, I That's think it, I, I think there is like the just like do we literally spend time in our homes, uh, all, all that kind of thing. But I think there are other aspects to it as well. I mm-hmm. think that there is uh, uh, that the the feeling that uh, we're not being included, like you said, Jennifer. Um, but mm-hmm. also just so such a feeling in such a rat race to do too many things Mm -hmm. like, and that that's where I fall down because I didn't, I didn't quite realize how much of uh, my socialization was entirely dependent on relationships that grew out of performing. Uh, And I'm not performing as And What I want to do is writing. It's so easy to hole up and not do what Ken is describing. Mm -hmm. Just make active time and say, this is an equal priority, Uh, but instead get focused on the rat race and the comparison game that social media can really lead us to. Um, Mm -hmm, I also just think that some of the loneliness is not about the, and this is, we're definitely getting into the cons of technology. To me, some of it is not about the literal, how many people did I see? Do they like me? Did they take a selfie? I think there's something incredibly alienating about the way, uh, not even social media, but the way that large companies have built their technology to create walls between you and another human being. And even if you get a human being, you can't actually have a human conversation with them. Sometimes my dad's like, I went here and blah, blah, blah. He's like, well, you know, that person could do nothing but read the script that the computer told them. And you're talking about Mm -hmm. trying to have a sort of rational conversation with Mm -hmm. them. And like, you can't, a corporation has made Mm -hmm. it so there is a script. So that like, I think so much of what we're interacting with is like interacting with some like Douglas Adams catch 22 robot that will not allow <laughs> us to do normal human flowing things. You have a, you have a problem with a program that's nuanced of like, I know how to turn that on. It's that it's doing this one weird thing. 10% of the time you can't even Google that anymore because it's too nuanced mm. and human. So I think that for me is it's kind of a loneliness, but it's also just kind of a, a dehumanization that you can never speak to anyone. With nuance, it's all this drop-down menu. Uh, Call, do it on the app. The app doesn't work. Call the helpline. The helpline tells you to go back to the app. And you're just uh, trapped in these maddening, dehumanizing circles. And I think that is a part of the loneliness, too, that makes us feel like we're in an island and we're not even real. Mm. Push a button and nothing happens. Um, Have I uh, lost it? Or (laughs) do either of you feel that i think about that all the time every day of just how every interaction is dehumanizing how do you feel about that jennifer
6: it's so frustrating. I had this experience because I'm trying to go back to grad school and everything is online. I've tried to call academic advisors because I'm dealing with different programs. I can't get anyone on the phone. I'm having to try and navigate these websites and then enroll and register and become a student. It is so confusing. <laughs> and I'm like, I just want to speak to someone and ask them if this is going to transfer over. <laughs> yep. I can't. But here's where the, the pro come in is, Reddit. Thank God for Reddit. There is a whole group, a whole subreddit for what I'm looking at, the programs, and all these people are sharing their experiences, and we can all come together and share this information of the process. And I'm just like, oh, okay, at least now I can get my questions answered with these real people online because the universities are not going to help me. But yeah. yeah. Mm. Maybe if I was younger, it'd be easier for me to navigate it, but I'm just like, oh my gosh, I don't know how to do that. I just want to go to the registrar's office in person. Like, please, yeah. just someone help me.
4: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm being real opinionated, so maybe I'm wrong. But I, but I think that there is a difference between uh, adapting to technology mm. and being like, hey, it'd be real easy to text this information and just being like, no, I will not text it. I must phone call. Like, okay, great, that's resisting technology. That's right. entirely different than a corporation like a bank That wants to limit your choices as much as humanly possible. They don't want you to ask human conversations, Mm -hmm. and I think, uh, I think it it is not is change good or uh, is technology good. It's that uh, corporations see value in in dehumanizing us, and it is happening more and more and more in every little interaction we have when we have apps for, you know, uh, uh, the inner building, we have an app for the uh, laundry machine. We have an app for the, the rent and like, and it can be the technology. Like we have a great manager too, so I can just go down and talk to her. Mm -hmm. But before Mm -hmm. we did, we had a robot of a manager and it was that you can ask no nuance about the bill or the laundry machine. Mm. Mm -hmm. The app will do it for Mm -hmm. you. Well, the app is broken. Well, then it cannot be done. You know, (laughs) it's that stuff. That's that's an active choice by a corporation that is
2: to
4: to monetize dehumanization. Ken, how do you feel Mm -hmm. about my uh, endless rant here?
2: No, 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 because I really get where you're coming from. And it it begs even deeper conversation. Yeah, because I'm someone who's like, if you don't have an app for me or a website that I can contact that drop down menu, I get a little grumpy until something goes wrong. Because then you feel what you are talking about, Joseph, right? Mm-hmm. Once, once there's a little slip, that's where the problems start to pop up. Like I said, I have I, lost my medical insurance by what I think is a clerical error, not on my part but Covered California's part. I have to – as of this recording – have, I, I blocked out a day for this tomorrow because mm-hmm. I know I'm going to have to try to find a human who will listen to me and explain. <laughs> the message you sent me is wrong. I didn't report that. I didn't change any information. Your letter said information was changed. So can we deal with this? And I, I'm just anticipating a long, arduous journey.
4: <laughs> right. Just at, to get to the human,
2: then, just to
4: get, then yeah. can that human help me? Or how many humans up do I have to attempt to travel? Yeah,
2: yeah. And that's where, again, I keep saying it's okay to ask this. Uh, maybe I'm saying it to myself of of what is this doing? It's not just simply uh, we, uh, we're all staring at our screens and we're not connected. It's, it's just, that's what's changed. And maybe we find the new ways and we have to find, we can't go back in this stuff. But, but like you you mentioned something, Jen, and, and I've, I've, I've always tried to work this into a standup bit. and I haven't solved it yet. So maybe Joseph, you can do a better version of it. But I don't like when someone says, get off your phone you're right look up see the sun pet a dog um my email's on here my phone's on here my information on my career's on here my bank's on here my directions are on here everything's on here i'm not connected to my phone i'm living (laughs) so you gotta give me a break
6: (laughs) that's the joke that's exactly
2: it but that like we set this up and there's a great convenience to it i can order thai food in two seconds right now Mm -hmm. uh but if they mess up my order screwed. Really? <laughs> and in the old days, I wasn't, I wasn't screwed. Right. Yeah. So you're right, Joseph. I I, I feel you rant because I know you. You you want to face the future. You want to yeah, be oh. present in the now.
4: There but are apps I it's, love.
2: It's great. Yeah, but yeah. it isn't. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. The, because the, app, the app ate my laundry money uh, is a different kind of struggle than the machine ate my money.
6: Right. Yeah. And it benefits the corporations. Customer service is just non-existent now. That's, that's how I feel. And not that I want to speak to the manager, but sometimes you you do need to speak to the manager because you need to try and resolve this issue together, right? And like you can come up with a good solution. As somebody who worked in customer service, I know how important that is for people to feel heard. And even if I can't offer a solution, maybe I can help you in some way. Hey, you know what? I'm so sorry. I'll comp your meal for you. I'm so sorry mm-hmm. that you had bad experience, so you'll come back next time. Now I was just like eh, well you know they mess up your mm-hmm. order on the app well you know that is what it is um i can't ever get a human to resolve that so it just gets very it just gets very frustrating and i personally don't even like talking on the phone but sometimes i do want to talk to a person on the phone to get yeah. my problem solved
4: yeah because it's just mm-hmm. faster yes you know? faster than pressing yeah.
6: all the buttons and you know mm-hmm. jennifer jennifer like oh my gosh <laughs> yeah. it's so frustrating
4: yeah. yeah yeah um one other uh con that i wanted to mention because uh, uh, there's a facebook post of uh, from somebody around our age kind of talking in, in an artist talking about feeling like more disconnected and more disheartened than ever and you know, a lot of great uh conversation in the threads about um the way all of the various social media has changed i think a thing that is happening to all of us but particularly you know wearing the hat of an independent artist as we all have that idea that technology has shifted from uh, being a tool, mm. nothing is a tool anymore it 's an entire world it 's a mm. career, a time sink, a walled garden. So like the three of us have a podcast. This is what we want to do. Then we would like to use technology as a tool to let people know about the podcast i 'm um, probably going to be starting a a, a Newsletter for Substack, which I'm happy to, and all that, and it's a good tool. But I looked up some of the basic information about Substack, and all of it's basically like how to make your entire life Substack forever. Here's how many things you should, and it's the same thing with TikTok. TikTok's Mm -hmm. not a Mm -hmm. tool; it's a world onto itself. And Mm -hmm. I think that that there's this um, again. That's not technology; that's the way technology is being sold. Because of course, the owners of all these things want them want us to spend all of our time there and never be anywhere else. But it so goes to what you were saying, Jennifer, about just feeling like frenzied, uh, not having enough time for anything because it, it, I'm working on to stand a bit about this kind of like, you know, it's gotten to this point of feeling like, what if you wanted to buy a hammer to hang up a picture? And the hammer is like, no, your whole life has to be about me, the hammer. You have to put input every in, all the information about me, the hammer. I have to introduce mm-hmm. you to other hammers. You have to upgrade me. By the way, if you ever throw me out, everything you've ever used me to put together will fall apart in your home. The pictures will fall <laughs> off the wall if you get rid of me. I am not a tool. I am now your entire bleeping life. Like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Th- There's been a massive shift in technology from tool yeah. to trap.
2: And if, if you stop using the hammer every day, the hammer doesn't work anymore. Yep. God, uh, disappears. Hmm. Yeah.
4: Yep. <laughs> Unless you have 87 hammer friends, the hammer doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And and I think that, that kind of leads us towards the end of our, our long conversation here, <laughs> Chris, about uh, our hopes for the future of, of what we want it to be. I, I think for me, Mike, my issues are not about the technology. They're about the way corporations are using them. And I think part of that is, and you know, uh, this will be controversial for some people, part of it is uh, more government regulation and, and demonopolizing. I mean, we're at the cusp mm. where Twitter has fallen apart and people are looking for a different experience. And a lot of people are still, the threads keeps going up and down. But people like Instagram and people just, I think, kind of la 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 la, Facebook and Instagram are owned by the same company, but those are two of the major ones. Now a mm-hmm. third major one is about to be all the same company. And that basic mm. thing of, hey, if you if you get annoyed because you buy a hammer that forces it to be your entire life, buy a different hammer. If we can't buy a different hammer because there's too much monopolization, that that's what we're slipping into. Because if there was a bank where you where that was just like, or, or healthcare that was just like always a person how many of us would pay for the person talking mm. when we can't mm. at all because of monopolization mm. that's the problem it's it's not technology it's how humans are using technology okay i'm sorry i'm done mm. <laughs> uh, uh, ken what are your hopes for the future of technology <laughs>
2: Uh, I, I I'm with you on that. Uh, you know, I understand it might be sexy to to argue against deregulations. It seems great, this wide open, uh, unfettered access to your future. But I think throughout the course of history, most regulations were put in place to protect the people from those in power who would trample over them. Uh, and I, I I'll side with that. You know, as someone who watched his career be destroyed by the deregulation of radio, I just watched it, and I watched good technology come in and wipe out all the humans in it. Yeah. uh and wipe out the career in it and wipe out the choices that we would have i agree with you on that there but the hope for the future is that always to look to the next generation some of this will be normal to them but will they look at what happened and say hey we're going to make our own adjustments we want to go outside and pet that dog we don't want to be wally uh, not wally the character but the, the the stuff at the end of the film that they're commenting on yeah i i, I always going to look to the future And uh, not be my part of that is to not be someone who stays in the past, but takes what I know, my experiences and my perspectives and tries to meld them with the future.
4: That's lovely. Jennifer, what are your hopes for the future?
6: That's good, Ken, because I'm just like, it's bad. It's bad, you guys. In terms of like (laughs) if if you want to be an artist or in in the entertainment industry, the, the way that it was will never be the same because of ai ai has totally Mm -hmm. changed streaming totally upended everything my life as a commercial actor totally upended that and now Mm -hmm. ai is going to completely change everything again and i just think it's it feels like if you're an artist trying to get your work out whether it's literally art or music or just silly videos like it feels like you're on a hamster wheel right just over Mm -hmm. and over feeding that algorithm and Mm -hmm. just chugging away um and nothing you're just you're doing it for someone else, essentially. You don't own anything. Like, that's what happened with all those Viners. Like, all their content, just one day, gone, right? I mean, obviously, mm-hmm. you can have the raw files, but, like, the community, everything that they built up was gone. And I think that's what's what's so scary. And why I'm like, maybe I should start buying DVDs again because <laughs> these streamers could yank it from their platforms. And this is stuff that I never, ever, ever thought about. I think that there's a lot of wonderful things. I'm getting into card making because I'm finding that subreddit and I'm learning all sorts of things that I would have never discovered. That's the fun side of it. Mm-hmm. The bad mm-hmm. side of it is as an artist, it's just like, Oh, I don't know if anybody will see anything, but that's why I'm going to grad school. So I'm going to try and <laughs> <laughs> that's why I'm going to try and see social media as just something fun. And not my whole world, because that's where I feel like it just becomes so frustrating.
4: Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, uh, to end on a more uh, positive note. <laughs> positive,
3: uh, <laughs> sorry. No, no, no. I was talking I was talking
4: about my own rants, not not yours. Uh, you yeah. ended on a positive note. Um, <laughs> I'm going to grad school is a pretty positive note. Um,
6: yeah. I'm not in yet. I'm not in yet. <laughs> I hope to. Uh, I hope to. Uh, yeah.
4: Well, with Reddit on your side, how could you not? You got all the... All the answers you need. Um, yeah, I think I need to. I, I get really uh, uh, upset about it because I think that that dehumanization is just really—it's insidious. And um, mm-hmm. my hope is that, uh, as Ken emphasizes, the next generation—that next generation will say these are the parts of being connected that feel good, that that grow empathy. These—what do we want to choose out of what we're being offered? We want to choose the parts of technology that can encourage empathy and connection. Uh, so, so my hope for uh, technology is uh, teleportation because that, that will literally <laughs> in, increase. Then you really won't yeah. care if your if your friend moves to Toledo. Like, cool. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. a whole that's a whole thing of uh, what would teleportation mm. be like in in real life? You think airport lines are bad? The, <laughs> the, the tube portal lines. Uh, yeah.
2: Uh, no liquids, wait. no liquids, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
4: uh, any mm. other thoughts, any other predictions uh, about the future of technology, Ken?
2: We will all be on razor phones within three years. <laughs> no smartphones.
4: Back to Black Bear. Any other uh,
2: predictions from you, Jennifer?
6: No, I think that there'll be wonderful advancements and hopefully a lot of wonderful things that happen medically for people. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm.
4: But
2: mm-hmm. yeah,
6: some of this other stuff, oof, yeah, a little yep. scary.
4: Yep. Hope for huge medical advancements and uh, the superpower of teleportation for everybody. All right. That is our look at this big question from Chris about technology. Uh, Ken, where can people find us?
2: Here are our hammers. This is our (laughs) collection of hammers. (laughs) We're on Twitter at Force Center Pod. Threads as well. Facebook page is Force Center Podcast. Instagram over there uh, is where you can find us. Uh, YouTube, don't forget to subscribe. We've got the live show December 15th. Podcast available on ACAST, iHeartRadio, and more. Just search. You'll find us. We hope. Uh, we'll see. Uh, merch uh, is available at com slash user slash force center. Uh, that's when you're outside. You can go outside in a shirt that says force center at patreon.com slash force centers where you can support us directly. Follow me at Ken Napsuk. Go to kennapsack.com. Jen, you're right. It's tough to put stuff out there, not because that's <laughs> Hard to do, but it's hard to get people to find it. I'm very proud. I worked very hard this last year on an album of music. Uh, co-wrote uh, seven songs with Brian Teller and Sean Arnold. We call ourselves the Moon Agers and we're releasing these seven songs on December 15th. Find them on Bandcamp uh, if you want to support us directly, but they're on the other spots as well. And uh, help us break through the algorithm, uh, to help us swing that music hammer. Um, it's out there uh, on my website. Uh, Jen, where can they uh, find you?
6: You can find my adventures in card making on Instagram, YouTube at Jennifer Landa, and TikTok at Jennifer Landa eleven thirty-eight.
2: There you go. Joseph, you didn't rant today. You spoke the truth. <laughs> <laughs> take um, your take it. So.
4: Passion. If you want to connect on social media, which I do not think is all bad, you can find me on uh, no. Blue Sky, uh, Threads, mm. uh, as I spoke of, Instagram, all the ones I was ranting about. Find me there because connection is good. And, uh, and it is really nice uh, to stay connected to people, wonderful people in the Force Center community that we've been able to be connected with through technology. Yeah. Uh, you can also use connect uh technology to connect with my comedy albums on Bandcamp if you'd like. Uh those bandcamp sales are really helping me make more films with my production company, Strange Path. So if you'd like to check it out, you can uh, go to my website, joseph There's a big button to lead you to Bandcamp. But that is it. We have aid the cues.